Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. A proud return for the call-in show, mostly disease-free on my end. I would say about 90% voice strength. So... We will make up for last year's uh, last week's absence, I should say. The first call-in show of 2017, the show where you get our number, and we are at your mercy. How are you, blonde? Eh. Although this fake news thing is. <laughs> I was gonna really say you, you should be. Step. Yeah, you should be. This is uh, this is Christmas too. <laughs> I know. I woke you, up this I morning. Think. I was like, yeah, fake news, fake news. <laughs> Thank you, BuzzFeed, so, for detonating your uh, your own company. Well, Dave Rubin had the tweet of the day, I thought, which uh, I'm paraphrasing. He said, like, wait, I'm confused. There were people who thought BuzzFeed wasn't garbage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but CNN so, got on board, too. So Right, yeah. So we'll get into that. I'm sure our callers will probably want to talk about that. So I don't want to spend too much time up top uh, on that issue. I do want to say, if you've joined the server... Oh, crap, I forgot. I always forget to do this stuff. I forgot to put the... Um, the call link in the in the description. I'm gonna have to do that on the fly again. So, um, but I do want to thank listener. Uh, and I'm always in such a big hurry before the show, so I blame myself for that. I have to be out of the house, and I have to hurry home, and I have to set it all up, and we have to talk about this and that. So, <laughs> I, look, I've never said that the call-in show is a um, is a well-produced product. It is just a thing that people choose to participate in for some reason. <laughs> That so is an get... excellent review of this show. It is a thing that people <laughs> some... choose to participate in. For some reason, yep. <laughs> so uh, let me uh, get this link in here. So uh, like always, most of you are pretty familiar with how the show works. I'm putting the link in the ch- uh, in this video description right now. You can click that link. That'll put you into the server where you'll be in the waiting room. Place your name in the roll call chat. That's how we know who arrived first. And we go in order. Uh, and we start with the people who... We're on like crazy early birds who cheated and had access to the server already and um, we're 10 minutes early. So we'll probably put some people at a disadvantage, probably put newcomers at a disadvantage tonight. But that's on me. Send your hate mail to beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Okay. Call the show. Place your name in the roll call to uh, sign up to enter the call room. Okay, that's good enough. The last administrative item here is um, a listener and and friend of the show, Gravity Well, got in touch with me. And he's like, hey, you're not very good at organizing Discord servers. And I said, I agree. <laughs> I don't even know how Discord works, really. So um, so he, he I, I gave him the, I made him God, the God of the Discord server, and he organized all of it. So not only, what's great about this is now there's a quiet room. If you're in the waiting room, you don't want to hear everyone yakking all the time. You can go to the quiet room. We can find you there. Um, there's also a whole bunch of different organized chats by topic. And what's cool about this is now the server has become not just a way to call us and get in on the show, but a way to connect with other people, uh, like-minded people, and just chat about whatever you want to chat about. So very multi-purpose, very organized, very clean. That is gravity well if you see him in the uh, in the Discord server say, hey, 
thank you for your contribution and, you know, making the production quality of this operation that much better. We could all learn from Gravity Well. Okay, so that's all I got on the administrative end. Let's see who's up. Let's get into the old roll call. Uh, let's see, who was first? Gosh, we always have people right on the dot, and you know who it was tonight. Oh, boy, you know, you're always going to get an earful <laughs> from Dante. What's up, Dante? <laughs> hey, you're bringing the best first. That's a good that, one. You're, you were on the nose, man. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I got uh, to get Steven in here, too. So I'll get Steven in here up next, but Dante's got first mm-hmm. night. All right, all right, all right. Well, at least it won't be like last time where Dante talks about <clears throat> hating gays. But hey, new topic. Yes, oh, Dante yeah. was very controversial last time, but I won't bring that up. <laughs> All right. So nothing, nothing's good going on besides I hear that my girlfriend's abusive ex-boyfriend is getting out of jail soon. Uh-oh. Now you really oh. got someone to find then. Well, yeah. I literally told her that if I see him hurt her, I'm really going to find him, go to his house, and kill him. Okay. Oh man. Well, you said it here first. Yeah, the misadventures of Dante continue, man. Yeah, when Dante is an episode of Dateline, (laughs) Keith Morrison's gonna be calling up Matt Matt Christensen. Yeah. Asking him about. I love Bill Hader's impression of Keith Morrison on. I've heard it, but or I've heard about it, but I've never heard it. I heard legendary. Look it up. It's a few years old. He's not on SNL anymore, obviously, but you know that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I can't do it that well, but you know, it's great. (laughs) <laughs> anyway um what what uh so is there more to this story or you have something else on your mind dante well basically he went to jail well i don't really feel like going too much in depth into this but he basically went to jail because he abused the crap out of my girlfriend oh jeez oh, oh run dante oh i'm not running i'm gonna kill him oh man i'm literally going i feel to obligated to tell you not to kill anybody yeah, well, yeah so um <laughs> fbi listeners we don't uh endorse <laughs> this uh we we will listen but uh the the murder of <laughs> this person is uh, absolutely not advocated by us <laughs> i mean he has his issues of his own but hopefully he gets better but hope it doesn't lead to the point of physical attacks and quite frankly he doesn't know that i'm dating here at the moment that's good you should try to so, keep it that way uh... yeah I actually want him to know. <laughs> nope, nope, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? Why invite danger? I mean, I get the like puff your chest instinct, but why invite danger? You know. Well, in a way, you do have a good point. I might just keep it on the down low. I don't know. I mean, if he finds out, he finds out. But uh, I definitely would not with a person who is, uh, you said, currently in prison. Is that his status? He got out. He's, he's or still jail, was right? in prison. He's out of jail. Okay, so he, he was, was in, jail. in jail on charges related yeah. to abusing her. That sounds like a person that you don't need to associate with. I mean, there's no re. If he comes to you and imposes himself upon you, then yeah, maybe you fight back. But uh, yeah, I yeah. I wouldn't want anything to do with that if I didn't have to. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's completely understandable. But there you go, the story of Dante. All right, episode the, eight. The- <laughs> The misadventures of Dante continue, man. Actually, I shouldn't call them misadventures because before this, they've been genuine adventures. There was ice skating. There was romance. There was, yeah. The ice skating, yeah. The ice skating thing went bad because I kind of fell on my butt a couple times. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you were here to um, confess your intentions to you know, commit felonious violence. That's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, right? That's awesome. That's real awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I 
well, I suppose this is, I don't know if this is admissible evidence. We'll find out. It's, uh, you know, an active legal experiment. We'll see. Keith Morrison will mm, let you know I mean, in two years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Dante. Well, uh, we appreciate it, man. You have a great night. Uh, all Bye, right, Dante. Keep it up. We're on the phone to you. I know. I know. Absolutely, <laughs> man. I think about it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I watch myself every day. Oh, yeah. I'm watching you. All right. Later, man. Have a good night. Later, man. You too. We got uh, we got Steven up next if he's around. Mr. Suarez. Yes, sir. What's going on tonight? Uh, can Blonde hear me? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Okay. Um, go, Pax, go. Uh, and that was a great call from Steven. Have a great night. And we're moving <laughs> on to the next caller. No, Matt's like, kidding. what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll bring him. I did actually kick him out. I'll bring him back in. Sorry about that. But none of this Packers crap. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt's dad is a Packers fan. That Matt, your Matt. Ask yes, Matt. my Matt. Yeah, not um, my dad would never be such a uh, such a terrible person. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I didn't know he was going to do that, but he did tell me to be close by. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, if I can remember what I was going to ask y'all about, um, I haven't heard Blonde talk about hate crime legislation and where she stands on it, but uh, Matt's been more vocal about it. Um, I'm with Matt on this one or with Skag. I think that it's stupid. I mean, um, as somebody correctly pointed out in the chat when we were talking about this in the podcast on Sunday, uh, no mm -hmm. act of violent crime is committed out of love for somebody. Not a single one. Not a single one. So yeah, hate crime legislation, like you give somebody a beating, it's the same whether or not you did it because they're black or gay or a woman, whatever. You still beat the crap out of that person. I Someone think raised an interesting hypothetical to me too, which was technically like inter-gang violence wouldn't count as hate crime. So if like I hate you because you're a crip, but that that's not the same as like hating you because you're white or because you're black. Why not? Never occurred to me. That's true. That's a pretty good example of like that's the same kind of hate. Hate by association. Hate, hate by it's not hate by like an intrinsic quality. But then right, again, right. religion isn't either. So yeah. Well, whenever I thought about the legislation, I wondered why it was introduced in the first place. And um, I didn't do too much reading on it, but my impression is, is that it was it was enacted because people got tired of people or people were running to the government to to stop the hate against, uh, you know, somebody because of one characteristic or another. And um, and I'm and I'm wondering, OK, well. In the past, you know, whether it was because of race or sexuality or whatever, maybe there was enough reason to pass those laws if those people were genuinely in danger. Right. Because, right. Be, because at one time, I think, you know, the, you know, the African-Americans were lynched. And um, um, to this day, I think there still are a few gay bashers out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, Hear um... that, Dante? <laughs> she, yeah, watch out for Dante. No, Dante didn't threaten. He just expressed his. Oh, did you mean Dante... literal gay bashers? Okay. Yeah, I, I, oh, I took oh, it to yeah. mean like actual violence. What Stephen was talking about. Oh, okay. I, meant, I thought you meant but, just like bashing the gays. You know. Well, well I mean, I'll let there's, him clarify. there's. Did there's you mean violence or did you mean like uh, criticism? Uh, I mean, I mean violence. I'm pretty sure oh. there are still a few. 
a few people out there that genuinely like uh are misunder they misunderstand you know because they don't know anybody they're no different than than you know the the extreme liberals that hate conservatives just because of their ideology and, yeah well you know or or people for voting for trump like you see in the videos it's uh, it's almost the same thing. But that's you know? not a hate just... crime. That's political. Ask Simone yeah. Sanders; she'll correct you. Yeah. Really. <laughs> do you it's, have Do you well, have a strong opinion on it? Do you Are you I, Do you have different thoughts? I guess on hate crimes. Well, yeah. Like um, I'm I'm trying to think of maybe there's a reason why it was it was passed in the or the legislation got passed in in the past, and mm -hmm. I think it's because the. The people needed protection back then, and when the when the laws were were strengthened to make the penalties much more severe, less and less people were doing it. And maybe I think maybe that's the case. The, the one uh, hate crime law that is somewhat appealing to me is the Blue Lives Matter legislation. I do think that is I could entertain it, which would stiffen. Uh, um, Penalties for crimes against police officers. It would include police officers as a, like a subject group in hate crime legislation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I could entertain that debate. Someone's, but police I mean, officers are already protected. They get they? Um, if you if you pass wind in front of them, it's considered assault on a police officer. <laughs> well, it, as I, I guess what I'm saying. So if that's already the case, um, I guess what I'm saying is I could consider police officers to be a distinct category in which crimes against them could be punished more severely. And if that's already the case, that I'm I could be I could be persuaded on that or not. I I um. But that was the controvert. That was the legislation that everyone's all pissed off about too, where they say, "Well, blue uh, or police officer." Remember the argument: police aren't people. That oh yeah, the, yeah. That was the basis. Well, but you guys stupid. are both operating under the assumption that the severity of the punishment will directly impact uh, impact the frequency of the crime, and I'm not really sure that that is an appropriate premise upon which hmm. to operate. Maybe um, not in maybe not in today's in today's culture because we're. I like I like to think we're more and more tolerant of each other, even though you see a lot of you see a lot of drama going on on the Internet and whatnot. But right, right. how many people how many of us actually you know what we say on the Internet? How many of us say that to somebody's face? Uh, rarely. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> to a few people I have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll probably have to move along here, Stephen. But um, but we do appreciate the call and your support for the show and all that, and oh, look forward to hearing you hearing from you, and and even Matt too, even though he um, committed such a <laughs> did you, did did Blonde hear him? Tonight. I didn't. Uh, oh, you hang didn't. On. Don't Keep do your it. Name. Oh, okay, okay. I think I might just go by Blonde. It's oh, were be you a, were you floating the idea? Yeah, because we got Beauty and the Beta from um from a sub right yeah from yeah, a we listener did. well it was originally okay. proposed as beauty and the cock then um then another listener said no 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 you need beauty and the beta and that's and nice alliteration and a, a little softer sounding yeah yeah i like it um so i thought i would float it out there and see if anything came back but you know i think going by blonde is fine i don't know anybody else on youtube that has that moniker so so well, maybe that's the way um, to go and by then i might just have a full docs out there and i can just rebrand by underneath my real name so yeah oh. There's hey, no Blonde, going back. You've you said an... it yourself. There is no going back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Blonde, if I send you an email of the uh, top 10, well, both of y'all separately, if I send y'all an email on the top 10 SJWs or political figures that y'all hate, we all, we all give me a list. I think top I could do 10? That. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, I could try. Future artwork in progress. Oh, okay. All right, okay. all right. Yeah, I'd we could figure to. it out. Yeah. We could um or we could each like pick five or something, you know. We I bet okay. I bet you and I have some crossover given we will. some um we will. some unique personal experiences we've shared. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. If, if there's a if there's a photo of them, but yeah, I'll let you move on to the next caller. All right. <laughs> All right. Well have a great Thanks night. Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot. You too. Next up we got uh let's see, where did I start? I started with Dante. So next we got uh I can't even, I can't pronounce this. My drying. Well, I'll just bring him in. You know who's in the quiet room? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to bring in just a couple honorary. You know who's hanging out as big as Mikey? He's, he can come in if he wants and just chill. I haven't talked to him in forever. And uh, Jay, Jay Fry can always come in and chill if you ask me. Uh, Except he said something disgusting to me on Twitter of, yesterday. Of course he did. Of course but it was like extra. It was like bodily stuff. I can't even repeat it. Yeah, he's going. He's uh, stepping up his game lately. Uh, my, how do you pronounce your name? Is it my? Actually, since it's Welsh, it would be Mithrin. Okay, Myth Mithrin. Yep. Okay, we'll Welsh go with that. Enchanter. Well, you, the floor is yours. Oh, and I know you got to be dying to talk about the uh, what happened at the uh, press conference today. What happened? Fill me in. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be good old smackdown with uh, Trump and the CNN reporter. Right. No, no, you're fake news. No, you're fake news. That, that was pretty great. <laughs> you know, and you know, I watched that. Okay, so to, to if you haven't seen today, the big release um, of this bizarre possible like CIA dossier or whoever had this, of these weird accusations about Trump and Russia, one of which is a golden shower in a, a bed that Obama <laughs> slept in because they hate him so much and all these bizarre things that aren't really substantiated. <laughs> and Trump goes out and has this press conference and talks about some of it and CNN's and back up a little bit. CNN pushed this a little bit. Buzzfeed pushed it. And I might be misspeaking. So correct me if I am. No, you're right. Okay. Um, and then Trump does this press conference today and CNN's there. And he, he, he talks about how CNN was wrong to publish this. It's unsubstantiated. It's garbage. And then the CNN guy, what's, I forget, uh, I forget the name of the reporter, but he was like, Hey, you trashed Acostas? our public. Yeah. It's a cost. Yes. Lead guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, you trashed our publication. Let us ask a question. Nope, you're fake news. You're not going to talk. <laughs> Moving on. And the, I went on my Facebook earlier this afternoon, and one of my friends is like, this is not normal at all, meaning like Trump is behaving poorly. And I just want to tie up in there. Do you have any idea the context in which this commentary took place? Because I don't think you do. It was presented yeah. by Vox as though Trump just told CNN to F off for no reason. Just yeah, had nothing it, it, to do with anything. I was going to say, it's interesting seeing how, they, how they've been spinning it because it started out with CNN doing this unsubstantiated, there's a report floating out there, and then BuzzFeed took that as the cue to, we're going to go ahead and print the 35-page report. And then, then you have John McCain coming out saying, oh, I'm the one who gave it to the FBI because I didn't know if it was true or not. I'm like, right. dude, seconds looking at it, you could have told. I yeah. didn't know that detail. I didn't. Oh, know you didn't know that? that. No. Well, throughout the entire document, also they spell alpha a l f a, and so anybody that's not a fucking retard could have just scanned this and been like, "Nope, this is a super fake." Like a layman could have. Well, if you didn't pick up on that, also supposedly it's coming from a former British MI6 officer, and he referred to the World Cup as the World Cup of Soccer. 
Huh. Also oh, had, which also had multiple spellings that were done in the English version instead of the British version. Um, it just absolutely ludicrous to that John McCain, who supposedly has all this experience, would look at it and go, gee, I don't know if this is fake or not. Right, so right. Uh, well, yeah, but, but I don't think we should ever be surprised at like some of the cluelessness, especially, and this isn't, I guess, that technical, but when it comes to tech cluelessness, the... I, I don't have any faith in our elected officials, to be honest. They're all old, way too old to have any familiarity with a lot of these things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. John, to- my password is password Podesta, for example. <laughs> hey, John, please send us your password as soon as possible. This is Joe from IT. Please send us your password. Okay. Now. I don't know if that that can't be substantiated, but that's what people are saying. And I love that. If that's true, that someone emailed him and said, hey, John, I'm from IT and I need your password. Please send it to me. And (laughs) I think the thing that gets me, though, is is in Ben Smith's diatribe, the, you know, with with all the head of the editor of BuzzFeed. Right. I should clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Smith, the editor of BuzzFeed, did the we haven't substantiated this and we haven't been able to verify it, but this is how reporting is done in 2017. Oh, I know that in that letter to the other editors or whatever that he posted on Twitter inexplicably. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so smug. Yeah. This is what we think journalism should be in 2017. You mean perpetuating completely unsubstantiated stories that are just smears. You guys are fucking worthless. Well, but here's the thing to their credit. At least they were up front in this saying, like, it, it might be garbage. But they I mean, did that for legal reasons only. Come I on. guess. But there were, a lot of, there were a lot of stories published in this campaign that had equal substantiation, which is to say none. And they uh, yeah, were, before he was president-elect. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not a fan of what they did. I also think... I mean, Unverified I and explosive. That's what right, I hear I every I single person say. Yeah, I mean, it is nonsense, but um, but they try to couch it in this. We like to let the the American public or the reader decide. But at some level, don't you have a journalistic duty to to do some of that back work yourself or all of it? Isn't that all that is 100 percent of your job? This is the only thing you guys do. Do your jobs. Right. But journalism hasn't done that for a long time. Right. Right. We try to act like this is some sort of recent phenomena, but. Hell, you can go back to Vietnam and look at what happened happened there when you have a report of, oh, my God, this is such a horrible disaster and loss for the troops when it was a complete and total victory. Hmm. So this they've spin- lost that power now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add on this uh, topic before we let you go? Uh, no, I know there's a lot of people waiting. So, um, yeah, we always got to hustle and I'm bad at it. <laughs> so. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good evening. Yeah, have a great night. We appreciate it. Okay. Next up is Steph Keith. We've heard from Steph before. I remember Steph. Uh, Steph Keith, you're up if you're good to go. Uh, Hello. What's going on? Um... Well, I've been taking notes because uh, that's right. You're not, the notes not the guy. live stream. I'm the notes guy. No, you see, you left me hanging last week, so now I have a. I had to filter this week all I my. Left you hang- oh, I'm my, sorry, I couldn't talk. I left you yeah. hanging. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I, I was sick. I, uh, I did comment that last time that I was on here that I was very sick, so uh, I, I comprehend it. Um, so I, I've been pretending to be a journalist the last couple of weeks. So um, 
you you know the well, the um, Rachel Doncella, the the lady that was like working for the NCAA or AACP or whatever it's called. NCAACP Rachel Dolezal, the fake black lady. There we go. Yes. Yeah. No, not um, the not the not the basketball. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think I, I NCAA. How... I think like Final Four or something. You know. But anyway. Okay. Well. So uh, um, my Facebook feed is like, oh, look at this uh, uh, this segment made by The Daily Show, ripping who knows what. And this lady, whose name is Michelle Wolf, comes on. And I'm like, wait, that looks exactly like that, the, the NCAA lady. To the point where it's like, I'm not sure if they're dimming the lights or that's a tan. Michelle Wolf? Michelle Wolf. That's, that's the name I found by the magical powers of Google. Okay, I'm going to have to look this person up. because Oh, okay. So she's a comedian? She, uh, so, disclaimer. In every single picture that shows up on Google, like of her not in The Daily Show, she looks like a normal white lady. Oh, yeah. She's but white all, as hell. It, but if you see the pictures of her on The Daily Show, when she's like talking. And she looks doing like her, Carrot Top. Bit, she's that white. Well, no, but what I'm saying is when she <laughs> no. dis, does her bit, she she basically looks like the, the lady whose name is Rachel that I can't pronounce the last Dolezal? name. Dolezal? Yeah, Dolezal. So that, before Googling all this, I'm like, is this the same lady or is it another lady pretending to also be black? Does she actually but, say she's black? There's no, no way. I, I really wanted her to say she's black. That's why I said I was pretending to be a journalist. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I'm putting it out there to the internet. Maybe somebody will pick up the, the, the cause and uh, maybe discover that she is pretending to be black. Um, but the Daily Show definitely either had like, when she was on the Daily Show, either she was getting like di- dim light on her to like look darker, the Sean or she King had effect. Yeah, yeah, the Sean King effect. Yeah, the Sean King effect. By the way, we were talking about this on Twitter last night. Um, Tree of Logic is her name on YouTube, but she did that full expose. Like I've never seen a, a, a more comprehensive breakdown of all of Sean King's BS. Neither have I. I watched it that. twice last night. So if you guys have not watched that, it's Tree of Logic, and she does this expose of Sean King that is both scathing and satisfying to watch. And as soon as I tweeted it at him yesterday, um, I'm like, hey, cracker ass. Have you watched this expose about you? You know, have you watched it? He blocked me immediately. He still hasn't blocked me, but I haven't called him a cracker ass uh, either. So he is a cracker ass, cracker Wait, ass. Cracker. Seems verified. <laughs> anyway, okay, to get to get through the last two things on my list, so my list will be clear, and then you can move on to the next okay. person. Okay. Right. Well, I, I was gonna say you don't get three things on the list, man. No, it's you get two one things. Thing it's on two things. I filtered it down to four, right, okay. and now I'm filtering it down to three. Quick, okay. So, quickly um, through your next two. So I, I figured out how to filter it through fake news. Go to the comment section and look at the shit posts. What are okay. they saying? Yeah. Because the shit posts usually tell the truth. That's okay. true. Fair enough. That's, That's how you filter through fake Although news. Although the BuzzFeed comments yesterday were all like, oh my God, Trump is so scandalous. He's so yeah. disgusting. I'm like, you fucking retards. But then it had like 3 million shares or something like that or 2.5 million. And then it only had 350 comments. And so I was like, huh, I wonder if BuzzFeed is just Did that include selectively the allowing comments though? Or it was it everything like... that was just on the BuzzFeed Yeah, nobody page. nobody comments there. I mean only three hundred and fifty though? I mean two and a half million shares? I mean I'm sure yeah, but shares so all the comments on the shares are gonna be like where the shares are hosted, so either Twitter or Facebook. I don't know. I mean you see thousands of comments on New York Times articles and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. Okay, and my last point, I wanna make a request. 
can you do a live stream during inauguration day or night or something? To basically, because it's obvious that there's going to be riots everywhere because <laughs> fuck Trump. It's so you know, live commentary Friday, on right? uh, eight or it's days during ago. during the day on Friday, is it not? I think I don't even know. Here's the thing: I can't I can't commit to that now. Oh. I, well, look, if you really want to do it, we can talk about it. But... Why don't we dress all fancy and we can pretend that we went to the deplorable and just <laughs> live stream with each other? Well, this is the this is my thing, though. I Major events like that, I, I like to just kind of enjoy privately, to be honest. And, I, and if I'm streaming, there's just a million things going on that, and I can't really enjoy that moment. So uh -huh. um, I, another reason why we need a producer slave, you know? <laughs> a producer slave. Yeah. Well, you could do like a like on a, a live stream on like the end of the night saying everything's great slash look at all the people burning down their property. Yeah, really. All right, I'll make a deal with you. If there's like active riot situations that night, uh, we'll, you know, we can probably make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You know who else returns on Friday night? That Friday night is uh, is Bill Maher. His show comes back that Friday night. And oh, it's great. Just, yeah, so. And I, I said I would quit, material. but I just, I love the tears on the show, even though it's they piss so me off, too. It's so hard to watch. It's like as hard for me to watch as the Young Turks. Yeah, and it's about as delusional, too, which makes me sad because I used to be a big Bill fan, and I swear there's still hope for him, but, you know. There's just, not. I know. He's I'm all gone, on. and maybe you've changed, Skag. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's only him, but... Uh, there, he, has, he, has moment, he has moments of sanity, but he brings on guests to he brings on like Anna Marie Cox and other people who are just plainly insane. And it yeah. makes it worse. He's only right about Islam, though. I know. That's basically it at this point. It's just so important. And and some like I think he's right about like some he's he's very like internationally isolationist, and there are some points on that that I can agree. He's very critical of like, we don't need to fight every war all the time, every everywhere. And yeah. so sometimes I can get with him on that. Um, and generally he's very harsh on religion, but truth be told, kind of, I, I am too, to be honest, like in my head, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm not a huge uh, fan. But therein of lies the difference. Um, uh, I don't want to cut you off, but uh, I mean, I'm not adding to this anymore. And it's sort of, uh, you know, halfway through the hour, somebody should yeah. get in here. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll pull another caller. Thank you, Steph uh, Keith. I feel bad. No, you just call me bad. Stephanie. I said Steph Keith, but you can be Stephanie oh, okay. if you want. <laughs> you can be whatever oh. you want to be. Good night, Stephanie. You're so dang cute. See you later. Yeah. Oh. Uh, next up is uh, is Jack, aka I forget how to pronounce his name. Asin Fire, Asin Fear. We'll have to ask him once we bring him in here. But I know his first name is Jack. Mister Jack, tell us, tell me how to pronounce your screen name again. Well, uh, it is ice and fire. Ice, ice ah, and fire. I'll remember it as ice and fire. That's the joke. That's the plan gotcha. words that it is. All right, so I'll try and keep it short. A lot of people for me who haven't had a chance yet. So uh, first things first, you guys do not condone of, uh, you know, killing humans. But what's your thought of poaching endangered animals? Poaching, poaching endangered animals? Uh, not cool. All right, one sec. Paul, cancel this baby seal clubbing event. Yeah. All right, I'm back. So um, on that note, uh, well, not on that note, moving on. Uh, well, actually, a little. What are your thoughts on the death penalty? Hmm. Um, I'm actually really conflicted on this. Uh, I don't, like, have a lot of sympathy for a lot of people on death row, but I don't have a lot of faith in our judicial system either. And then I know that there are a lot of people that have been exonerated on death row. Uh, the West Memphis Three, that case, if you haven't looked into it, um, that was 
three boys. One of them ended up being on death row for 17 years. He was uh, later exonerated or had to had to sign an Alfred plea or something like that. Um, but that makes me really reticent to be able to jump on board with this when, you know, you, it seems like you can't get fairness from a jury in a lot of cases. Uh, but it's not like from an ethical perspective, I'm like, oh, I don't have the moral right to take away this person's. I don't care about that, that argument. I can oh, entertain well, that argument. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll let you make that. Uh, go ahead and make that argument then, if you uh, if you have. Well, it's simple. In the same opposition. sense that we don't have a right to dictate the lives of others, we are. Here's the thing: if we're going to end someone's life because they ended someone else's, how are we any? Obviously, we're doing because they did it. But as we've, as you guys have discussed, the reason for doing something doesn't really matter. No crime is of love. We hate this person because they did a bad thing. Yes, and to some extent, they might have thought the same. The fact of the matter is, is that not only do we not have the right to take it, but it doesn't make us much better people. Also, it costs more to actually run. If you look at in several instances, I've heard that cost, before because of the appeals process. It would have cost less money to put someone on and to be in prison for life isolation, I would argue, than eternal isolation. They deserve it. Than to say, you know, put them through the, you know, just going through the whole thing, getting a death penalty, you know, claimed. Yeah. It's not really. A Maybe right it's thing that we do. try to be too humane with it. You know, we have all the appeals and we want to make sure we do it in a humane way so it takes forever. Maybe you just need to take them out back. You know, sorry, Dylan. Well, see, that's the thing. Take them out my, back. Uh, my friend who got me into libertarianism, he actually is the one who uh, says that. He says, just give me a 22 in a couple rounds. I'll t make quick work of it. And 22? Um, apparently, be, he thinks that's better enough. Be accurate. I don't know. He's stupid. He's stupid. Look, he's here's the thing. He's now started. He stated that the Communist Manifesto has some good ideas. He dyes his hair red. We now call him the Red Scare. Wait, he's a commie libertarian? I think so. I don't know how to explain it. It's a contradiction. Huh. I don't. Right. I don't even know anymore, Matt. I'll leave it to him to explain. We live in a world where anarcho-communism is a thing. He, he's an individualist <laughs> collectivist. I, I totally understand. Makes total sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well... Uh, okay. I, I wish I had a firm opinion for you on this. I really... I don't think that I do. Um, I used to be of the persuasion kind of with you that maybe we don't have any business as a society putting people to death, but there are... then. I'll, there are crimes that come along that are just so heinous where it's like, yeah, so the, the smartest person that I, one of the smartest people I know who was my high school physics teacher and smart, not just in like a scientific mathematical way, but just, uh, he, he honestly reminds me of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Just, uh, he's a white Neil deGrasse Tyson. Let's put it that way. No, no, I have one too. Um, yeah. And, um, he, but when I was in high school, we would talk about this kind of stuff all the time and, and we talk about philosophical basis for a lot of this things like this and he said you know some people just need to fry i get it there's an ethical dilemma but some people just need to fry <laughs> and here's what here's the thing i have a great solution put the people who we don't live on death row isolation they don't get contact with humans artificial lighting no windows five meals over two days they lose track of time and then they have to sit there forever imagining whatever you know living with their guilt Perfect hmm. solution. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I don't know that long walk to the electric chair. That's got to be maybe. Maybe it's the there is the, the, part of the part of the cock that is still left in me. Is 
I would like a criminal justice system that extracts whatever use that we could possibly get out of people that we can get it out of. You know, if there's anything productive that we can get out of people that are in the I mean, criminal justice system. I mean, if we're killing them anyways, system, they're not being productive. Right, right, but if there are people that have no hope for any contribution whatsoever, I'm more inclined to just be like, you can't contribute to society, you're done, as opposed to the the punitive perspective of like, you will sit and think about what you did for eternity. Yeah. Because oh. I just don't really know who benefits in that situation. <laughs> then, that uh, guy I'll T just, just said, send them to Syria. That's, that's a great Oh, but that's a great oh, idea. Okay, yeah. They can... uh, I think in that regard, you'd have a lot in common with uh, Concerned Commoner. He basically says that if you have no contributions to society, eh, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'll have to I'm, think about uh, it more. I, I can't give you a, a firm stance. It, it wasn't Commoner. Who was it? Anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm bouncingly good to other people. All right, man. Well, have a good night. You too. And good Hi. luck with the show, too. They're doing the, uh, the Batcave Cave. What do you guys call on the podcast you're doing? The Deplorable Batcave Podcast. The Deplorable Batcave Podcast. Like the podcast within the podcast. That's <laughs> always appreciated. Yep. Good, good luck with it. See ya. Yep. Also, go Bears. Let the Chicago Bears? Get out of here. <laughs> he looks so confused. This is so dumb. Why do people... <laughs> Here's my football allegiance. You know what? You I've started been this. No, I've been saving this. Here you go. I just think you're dumb. Okay? I think you're fucking dumb. <laughs> been saving them for a moment like this <laughs> i don't even know what noise that was i didn't hear anything you didn't hear it no oh i told you to open it i played the anna casparian yeah i didn't hear it yeah you know, you're so you're dumb. dumb i think you're fucking <laughs> dumb <laughs> who, who am i looking for here uh, i gotta hurry up i'm always behind chris to the j chris to the j what's up hey man finally gotten in been trying for the past like four weeks, but Discord has keep uh, kicking me out. So happy ah, to be here. Awesome. We so, appreciate uh, the repeated effort. Well, thank you. Um, quick question. Has anybody started? Have you guys already talked about the BuzzFeed thing? Because I haven't had the live stream going yet. Yeah, we did a little okay. bit. But did, so if I'd you have to talk about it some more. If you have some specifics you want to offer on it, yeah, there's probably more room to talk about it. Did, did anybody say that... Um, bring up the point that it is possibly a 4chan prank. We didn't discuss that component yet. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the latest news that I have seen. Uh, um, there's this I'm a guy. Um, this, yeah. yeah, there's um, there's this guy that I've gotten into recently. Uh, his name, he's a fellow, uh, very conservative, surprisingly, uh, for being in Ireland. But um, his name is Dave. It's uh, Dave Cullen, I think is what his name is. Computing oh. forever. Um, he posted a Yes, Computing Forever guy, yeah. So he posted a video earlier today talking about it, and he said as he was recording it, the uh, information came out that apparently it's a uh, 4chan prank. So I just thought that was hilarious. And well, that is, there he, any, is there any demonstration of that? Can that be substantiated, or is it just he, Yeah, he's got, he's got a few uh, links to it. I haven't really looked into it a whole lot just because, you know, college started back up again and everything like that. So, you know having to deal with all of that and, you know, getting a vested interest in politics, it can be quite difficult. Hmm. All right. Well, do you, do you have any perspective on this at all blonde? And cause I've just heard this is like people I mean, claiming it, but I, just, I don't know what's going on with your Skype. It's like lagging out on me. Who me? Yeah. You're like videos like a second behind. Oh, the it looks audio. fine over here. 
it sounds fine. So whatever, we don't really have to worry about it. But people who are watching the stream, there's something technical going on. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, whether this is this the, can be demonstrated that oh, there the four chan thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. What um, Rick? What was his name? The guy that Rick Allen was that his name? Whoever was involved in yeah, the beginning. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, it was Ben Smith of Butts Feet. Ben. Smith oh no, Rick Wilson. Rick Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. he was saying uh that this predated the 4chan it being posted on 4chan uh but i and i haven't really seen any convincing evidence the 4chan posted it first i would like that but i have seen a lot of evidence that this did exist and was a story that was fed to rick um wilson yeah i just i i find it hilarious as well as the the, the side that keeps talking about how uh, oh fake news is this terrible thing you know we got to get rid of it and yet they're the ones that keep pushing it forward saying like oh, oh yeah, yeah this is this is real news the, the people and then who rip on, on birtherism and pizzagate are all of a sudden all up in arms with this as though it's it's something that is with golden right showers, yeah people right. Are calling it and it seems so ridiculous scene. just so ridiculous yeah. i don't know i it's think this is hilarious. did you see i mean it's uh, not really I think, far I think, as well i think i saw you tweeted today too blonde but stefan molyneux uh the highlighted story that was like it, we believe it to be true that on may 28th 2016 trump and his associates visited the cincinnati zoo and pushed a child into the gorilla enclosure it was uh, Paul Joseph Watson, yeah. thus thus uh ensuring the execution of of uh associate uh, the associate gorilla c glossary uh, term harambe you know it was, it was yeah. written in that classic like intelligence community language but the other was, one yeah. actually got by me because i thought it was in the dossier it was something stefan molyneux tweeted about uh trump taping taking a, like a big dump and he was like it was the biggest dump <laughs> <laughs> believe me <laughs> and so i tweeted uh, it again I because i was like buzzfeed is so stupid oh my god but i'm yeah. the stupid one me <laughs> well yeah but how how much different are either of those from this golden shower language? And I mean, being in an Obama I took the biggest dump, believe me. I mean, I, he would say yeah. that. He probably has said that. Yeah. And I called it Obama because Obama's shit. There's there's another thing as, as well with the, uh, the press release. Um, and I believe Daily Wire is the one that ended up um, pointing this out, but it was saying how the uh, Trump attorney was supposedly in Prague meeting. He was the go-between between for Russia and Trump for this story. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he was supposed to be in, in Prague uh, on a certain date. I don't think they listed it, um, but the day that uh, it's listed, he was actually with his son at a USC game, a USC football game, instead of being at so that throws a whole wrench into the uh, story as well. They didn't, didn't check shit. This is crazy. Well, now I'm hearing that it was supposedly a different guy by the same name because his name is like Mark Cohen That's what or something. Trump said. I think it's Stephen. I want to say it's Stephen Cohen. I don't know. Jonathan Cohen, James Cohen, Jim <laughs> Cohen. One of those we'll names. talk. We'll talk more about that. That's what he Sunday. said at the press conference. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and there's one. Uh, this is this is probably a lot older news. Uh, because this was happening back in 2016, like November area, but with the um, uh, the Standing Rock, um, mm -hmm. Standing Rock protests, using quotes here, um, and how it not only a protest. What did you guys think of that whole thing? If you were following it or whatever, the what? The, uh... the Standing Rock, the um, 
the Dakota Access Pipeline near Standing Rock. Oh, I don't know a, uh, anything about this. Yeah, you know who did them? So, um, I'm not super keen on a lot of the details. You know who did really good detailed breakdowns of them was Jeff Holiday. If you oh wanna, really? Yeah, he did really good videos on those. Yeah, because um, the story it for and this is just for Blanc because what ended up happening was that there was this pipeline that was going to go in, and it wasn't anywhere near. I mean, it was near it, but it wasn't on, on any Indian property or anything and that was one of the big problems that the tribe had with it uh, and then it was saying that it goes over um sacred uh, cultural land for the tribe even though the group that was trying to get the pipeline approved had tried to get in contact with the tribe members for oh did black pigeon speaks make a video about this do you know uh, maybe it's um there was a lot of stuff like there was um the girl who plays in uh divergent the g- main actress she was there it oh was shailene woodley thing. yeah there it was this huge thing for like three months yeah. everybody was saying how it's um you know we have to reverse the uh the racism and you know genocide that's been going on in america with the native americans for all this time my understanding is that pretty much all of the protesters' complaints were exaggerated or bogus. Um, and, and I do know that now the Army Corps of Engineers has halted the project. Like they were, they were basically yeah, successful they, in their efforts, even though the most of what they had to say was bogus. And I say that with acknowledgement that I'm not the expert on this issue. So maybe there are some people who yeah, dispute I've that seen, and probably could. But based on what I've seen from Jeff, which who's my the person I've watched on this pretty much everything they were saying was crap. And even the dispute that, um, oh, you know, it's it's a, it's a, a pipeline that's going under the river and the river, it could pollute the river and, and harm our water source. Well, it would, it would have to defy, the way it's set up, it would have to defy physics for that to Plus, happen. Plus, there's already a pipeline that's going in the exact yeah. same area. There's already one that's already there as well. And the environmentalists so on a lot of these things are, are a little bit fraudulent too. Um, yeah. Because, of course, like a pipeline, pipelines do break. There was one here a couple of years ago in the Yellowstone River that did rupture and put a bunch of oil into the Yellowstone River. And that is terrible there. And But it was old. And, you know, modern uh, modern construction is a little bit safer than the older yeah, ones. It's, and it's also, a lot safer to ship it through pipelines than it is to ship it correct. through hands or through exactly. ships. Exactly. Like I keep telling people, like, everybody's concerned about doing um, uh, drill work here in the States. And I keep saying to people, hey, you know, it's a lot better to do that here than it is to get it shipped all the way from the Middle East where it's already too expensive Plus you have about six months or so where it's being shipped over ships and it's a lot more likely that it's going to have an oil spill in the ocean than it is is going to have an oil spill somewhere in, you know, the United States. But, you know, I I can understand why people don't want it here, but at the same time, it makes energy uh, dependent. Well, people people are so ridiculous about this issue. I have, um, one of my friends is uh, is a, he does, um, geological surveying in the Bakken oil fields in North Dakota. Um, and the, just the vilification of the oil industry, you know, people will ask him questions. How do you feel about supporting that industry? How do you work in that industry? And it's like, I support that industry every day. And so do you, when you drive your car and you use your plastic and you use pretty much everything that's oil-based ever. So you only have Even if you're using, even if you're using like green tech, technology like if you somehow get it to where you can put solar panels onto your roof how did they make the solar panels they had to use some form of electricity most likely coal natural gas oil something like that 
yeah. some form of energy that's very, very cheap to produce. I'm all for going for green energy because, you know, the natural, the um, non-renewable stuff is going yeah. to run out eventually. It's just a matter of time. But yeah, we've still yeah. got, I think it's like 100 years or something. Like it's yeah, point is we don't have to kneecap ourselves like in, the, in the present to get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just let, you, you let the free market work on it. That's the best way. I mean, most of the stuff that we have nowadays, I mean, even some of the um, some of the products, like if you ever see on Facebook, usually is when I see them, is people just showing off these different products that you can store away really easily and you can pull it out and it's just like a foldable table or something like that. I'm like, that's the free market at work. You, somebody has an idea, they get it investments from people they know or people they trust and they're able to sell it and make a living off of it and employ thousands of people depending on how successful the company is. Hmm. And people just don't seem to understand that. Nope. We got to, I don't know. We need, uh, I don't know. I thought I had something witty to say, but it was stupid. So I'm gonna <laughs> no, no, Hey, no yeah. idea is a stupid idea. No, that's, that's not true. That is definitely not true. Hey, right. a lot of people thought Trump running for president was a stupid idea. Well, Look there are exceptions, but there are also stupid ideas. Don't want anyone to, uh, anyway, I'm just, I'm just playing around. Anyway, we'll have to let you go, Chris, but, uh, we do appreciate right. your, your patience and getting in and, uh, your thoughts tonight. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. All right. Let's see if we got, we got 10 minutes to go. Let's see if I can uh, make some progress here. Next up we got, oh, uh, this is our science man. Oh man. He's a, I shouldn't bring him in to be quick because he always has a million uh, science man, rocket science man. Hey guys. You're up. What's up? Or did I confuse you? Maybe you're yeah, not right. Uh, I've got you. This is collectively. Uh, okay, I know. I think I'm, I confused you for the other guy. I must have confused names. The insect guy? Oh. No, we also have the rocket science kid, but he's not the rocket science kid. <laughs> he's like, <There's>, what? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I confused sorry. you for someone else. Anyway, proceed. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, I've uh, been thinking this last week on the social justice, uh, not rebranding, but adding to the brand. And I've come up with some fair ideas I'd like to get your take on. Okay. Um, I think the whole phenomenon collectively can be referred to as the social justice crusade and that they can be referred to as crusaders, social crusaders, or socialist fascistas. But the reason why is what interests me, and I'd like your take on it. Um, they can take pride in being warriors. They can take pride in being militants. But I don't believe they will take pride in being crusaders. I, I think they would find that highly offensive. <laughs> That's true. Well, I appreciate the term because it makes reference to what I believe is the religious component of their cause and their worldview. <laughs> Social justice to me is a religion at this point. It Boy. requires. Oh, yeah. I mean, in every in, in to me, the thinking is exactly the same as every other religion at this point. It's cultish. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's very important, though, not to try and rebrand it because you you can't kill the term and you why would you want to kill the term social justice warrior but but there's some social justice warriors that go beyond the pale in into that realm the the other thing i appreciated about this this week i saw it from bearing because bearing made a video about it but do you see steve shives term for anti sjw's no what was it status quo warriors 
<laughs> What's up, my SQWs? Welcome oh, to the show. Oh, good lord. Yeah. And all these status yeah, well, quo um, warriors want to say that equal pay or that the wage gap isn't real. I'm Steve Shives. I don't know. I can't do an impression of him. Well, yeah. I need I need my girlfriend to come in here and lecture me about my book collection or whatever. For that to <laughs> Mm -hmm. well out. i got two other things and then you can kick me out and get the rocket scientist guy on um who i know now i feel bad i think you guys just have similar names like similar <laughs> looking names anyway oh i'm not offended to be confused with any of the company in here <laughs> um so one um you know I, I you've got some pretty awesome guests and i think it'd be kind of cool if you want to do some profiles on the uh regular bat cavers who show up mm. often and yeah yeah i'd be down for uh our sunday show or whatever and uh then to ice and fair we've discussed this uh in the deplorable bat cave too but i i still have to object on the basis of the cost of maintaining someone for say maybe even 80 years in a jail cell um i, I get what he's saying i i think like with those four teenagers in chicago why can't we just go back to the eye for an eye thing? You know, <laughs> due to them, what they did to that kid. There's a I, certain yeah, justice yeah. to that. I'm with you. Who there. gets to do it though? I mean, we have a lottery for who gets to cut their scalps. Or like, <laughs> I I have a disability. I'd be glad to step in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. Like, or yeah, we do. We let the kid himself well, do it, or do we let someone similar do it? Actually, I, I think any time that you're engaging in punishment, like with raising kids and whatnot, you, you don't do it in anger. So I, I guess some clinical person, but <laughs> let's sterilize this exacto punishers. knife and we can go scalp. I mean, it wasn't that the weirdest scalping you've ever seen this tiny. I don't mean to make light of it because it was horrific. The whole oh, thing was I think he was just trying to cut his hair. <laughs> but, but he's clearly like a chunk of his scalp missing. Yeah. And the, even more terrifying is is like, did this occur before they made him drink out of the toilet or after? Oh yeah, that didn't occur to me. God, yeah. those mug shots. Every time I see them, that one goat-looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you wow, know the yeah. one. You know the one. God, that just makes me so mad. And the girl's crying. She's like, "Oh no, my life's over." <laughs> And those guys, they just look like they are so justified in their actions. That, that oh, I know. They look like they don't feel contempt. bad at all, except for that they got caught. Yeah. Well, it is weird. The just one of the weird aspects of watching the footage is, well, one that you're broadcasting it, but two that you don't seem to understand how wrong this is. Well, I mean, it looked like we have about 200 IQ points between the four. Yeah, I mean, something's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and diagnose exactly what went wrong, but clearly a lot of things have gone Bad wrong. Bad home training. Bad yeah. home training. Right. Well, yeah, Don, as Don Lemon would say. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my D. Drynimer said whatever he's saying. Yeah. Apparently the conversation will continue. <laughs> but yeah. All, All right. right. I'll see you guys later. And yeah, have, have a great, great night. Appreciate Bye. it. Let's see if we can squeeze a few more in here. Two more. Two more. Oh, okay, boss. Aaron Blackley's up next. Aaron, you're good to go if you can hear me. <laughs> um, and then Miss Malevolence. We got Miss Malevolence. Oh, all right. Miss Malevolence, you can chime in if you're good to go. 
Oh, there we go. What's up, Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. I can't hear anybody. Uh oh. Oh, I can hear you. I guess we can hear him, but he can't hear us. Hello. Hey, Miss Malevolent. Can you hey, hear us? What's up? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, what's going on? How are you? All right. Um. Okay, so I guess I'm the hardliner here because I do believe in the death penalty. All right. Uh, Make I the case. Like to, I would like to see um, things put out like justice meted out, you know, fairly, and which I get why people are against it because justice isn't always meted out fairly. But for instance, Dylan Roof. I don't care that he's going to be put to death. And to the point of the guy saying um, earlier that a person can sit and rot and, and have um, regrets about what they did. You know, if you're a pure sociopath, you don't regret anything. Right, you don't right. feel anything. So, I mean, that's not a punishment. But, you know, so get rid of them. We put down rabid animals. If a, a dog has rabies and attacks a kid, or even if they don't and they attack, they put them down. Right, we right. We need to put down these rabid humans. I, I'm them. inclined to agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's probably true. And why would I extend humanity to somebody that doesn't recognize humanity themselves? Like, why exactly. do I have to take the moral right. high ground and like be the better person? Fuck that. No. Yeah. Why do I have to pay? Uh, out of my tax money to fund some pure sociopath that, you know, you could give them a lollipop and it would be the same thing as putting them in solitary confinement. So, yeah, that's whatever. true. But what the, the study and that I thought he was I, talking about, um, oh, okay. which he didn't address, was that the appeals process in aggregate uh, turns out to be more expensive. Um, and so the death penalty is actually not really saving the average taxpayer a lot of money. Uh, you know, as opposed to somebody spending life in prison, which was shocking to me. I was like, wow, I, I cannot even believe that's true. But apparently, well, that's apparently because they allow the appeal process to go on and on and on. If you would stop that, if you would stop that right. uh, gaming of the system, then you would it wouldn't be uh, as expensive as it is. So we would have um, to do that, some multi-layer, you know. Yeah. And so the next thing I'll say on the offshoot, uh, also about taxes, you know, this Meryl Streep thing and her, you know, their, their let them eat cake kind of mentality from Hollywood. You know what I'd like to see as far as saving my tax dollars, along with the death penalty, stop giving tax breaks to these Hollywood films. Erase all of these tax breaks since these Hollywood people think that they know so much, stop oh, yeah. giving them tax incentives to film in these different places. No, I'm tired of my money funding this anti-American bull. Crap oh, is that how they? I'm not familiar with this. So that so actually, like lo locales will give them breaks. Yes, or, they okay. give them tax breaks if they go and they film in your neck of the woods, your state or whatever or city gives them a tax break to come. That's why they don't want, they don't, you know, they're such hypocrites. They talk about how wonderful New York and California is. Those are some of the most expensive places to shoot movies. 
So that's why the, you know, the, any skyline will do. They'll say it's New York, but they're shooting in Chicago or they're shooting in Minneapolis or, right. or whatever. And that's because those states and those localities give them tax breaks to do so. So they're getting tax breaks. You know, these people always talk about how we need to spend more money. They look for the tax break themselves. So stop funding Hollywood and see if they don't change their tune. Well, yeah. And that's I mean, all I wanted to say. You're totally right about that because their influence is massive. And it's all of these fucking idiot elites. Like Meryl Streep is so disconnected from your average person. She thinks that she can just have this big circle jerk because she she's an actress. Like, cool. Yes. Cool. You're not a brain surgeon. Like, you're not some kind of amazing humanitarian. You're a fucking actress. Know your place. Exactly. You play pretend for a living. You dry hump on camera for millions of dollars. You're lucky to do that, I guess. And <laughs> shut up. I know. I know, especially being so average looking. That's the real reason exactly. her ego is so big, because she got famous as all hell in spite of her very average appearance. She's like, I must be exactly. so talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to have you on the show, Meryl, to come defend your honor. You are yeah, invited really. anytime. Send your hate right, mail to All right. Have a great Bye. night. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let's we'll do, do one more. One more. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if Aaron can. I still have Aaron in here. I had to meet him because um, Aaron, if you can hear me, go ahead and chime, my, uh, chime in. I'm not sure what's going on technically. Hello. Um, but Aaron, Hello. can you hear me? I'm in the room. I can hear Aaron, but I don't think he, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's not going to work out technically for Aaron. I'm sorry about that, but I blame discord and my ignorance of discord. <laughs> sorry, Aaron. Uh, hopefully we can figure out another time. Last word tonight is going to go to Hawkeye. Winner is Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye, you're good to go. If you can chime in, get that mic unmuted. Give him a minute. Or her a minute. I should not presume gender. <laughs> you hear Hawkeye? Is Discord having problems in the last hour here? Discord is always a tricky thing. Hawkeye? All right. Well, maybe we should wrap up. Um. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more. And then uh, maybe we'll just have the most disappointing ending to a call-in show ever. Not that this show is ever incredibly exciting to close. You know, it's always a the show is always such a random draw. It's not like we, that's the fun of the show. We can't plan it. You never know what you're going to get. But Nizzle, um, you're good to go. If you want to chime in. I think Discord's fucked up. Well, now I need to load the Jeopardy music into the system. Do, 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 do. Yeah, hey there. Hey. Ah, yes. What's up, Nizzle? Hey. Um, so the last caller was just talking about Meryl Streep, and I actually wanted to talk about that um, and then try and bridge it into that woman you were talking about. Um, you did a video on from San Francisco? <clears throat> oh, yeah. 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 So a video from today, the Daiki Melinda yeah. Byerly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it was Steven Crowder, but he talked about how they – um, fact-checked Trump's <laughs> comments of Meryl Streep being overrated. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that was great. What I thought was hilarious, not was just that they fact-checked, but that they tried to prop up that because she's won awards, that then 
it's an unfounded statement when to be overrated, you have to be rated. So, right. So yeah, you'd have to have high ratings that are undeserved to your point. That's the definition of overrated. Of this person is overrated. If it was someone who never won awards, you wouldn't claim that they were overrated. Right. So it's just this, this complete lack of how basic things like that operate, which bridges into the San Francisco woman who, um, you know, all these people that she's trashing and speaking ill of, she doesn't understand that these are the same very people that built the city that get water into the city that get food into the city. And it's, I'm a native Northern Californian. So it's, it's very frustrating to live in a state where it's controlled by people who don't understand how basic things operate. Yeah. <laughs> that we I, have. I, I could see how that'd be um, really frustrating in, uh, in California, especially. I mean, there's a big like split the state movement in California. The, there really is. Well, there's been a big move for what's called the state of Jefferson, which right, is kind of yeah. more the northern right. counties and even southern part of Oregon. I'm um, rooting for that. Because of this, because we have millions of people who live in a desert and magically turn their faucets on and there's water and that they, they go to their local grocer and there's vegetables and they don't ever think about, well, how does this stuff get here? Is there more than one America? Is there America for people who want to do things themselves and another America for people who want to have other Whoa. people do things for them? What's up, Hawkeye? <laughs> we got Hello, Hawkeye chiming in here. Grab a Yeti to make it work. Wow. Ah, oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. We had a huge fire a couple of years ago because they were protecting this frog and wouldn't allow us to go in and, and clear stuff. And it, it's just that... it it seeps everywhere. You know, again, let's fact check an opinion about someone who's overrated and then prove, well, that's the whole point that she has to be rated to be considered overrated. And then we we have all these people basically running our state who don't understand where water, food, basic necessities come from. But yeah, but that's the nature of leftism. Do you hear in Sweden about how uh, the the feminists like got in control of the city and then they failed miserably with the snowplows. They're like, we don't know how to allocate resources, how how to do any of this shit. And then the city just comes to a grinding halt. It's like, yeah, that's what what happens when you put these idiots in charge. They they prioritized like walkways over main thoroughfares (laughs) because women tend to walk more. (laughs) And we've got to protect them because they're all little children that can't do anything right. But yet they're proud, strong women, and they can't make up their minds on that opinion there. Uh, my eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, anyway, well, th- thank you thanks. for calling in, Nizzle, yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll speak and, again. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, also just to throw it out there, I am a licensed mental health professional and mm. a university professor. So if you're ever wanting kind of that, uh, that take on things, I, I aspire to be a Dr. Jordan Peterson, but I'm not quite ah. there yet. Cool. But I'm so glad he's out there because I think he can potentially save our field. But anyway, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, I was going to say I often have uh, layman curiosities about mental illness. I look at a lot of people and think, are they mentally ill? Uh, so <laughs> so yeah, like, really. you might be a point person. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you might be a point person for those inquiries. All right. <laughs> Thanks have so much. Night. Speaking of mental illness, leftists 
Uh, okay, there that. you go. There's My a transition. Worst Paul, Paul Joseph Watson uh, impression. Um, I don't know about your sphere of uh, what you experience and what you see with people on the internet, but as far as I go, I noticed that people have not learned why Trump won, no. and they're doubling down on their uh, policies of, if you don't agree with me, you're a racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe, be sure to vote for the person I like, okay? Oh, yeah, and that this the, fake news thing is just doubling down on this shit. That's what this Have BuzzFeed you noticed is. That in your sphere as well, people still doing that. Oh yeah. What what really? Th this is one thing. A point Melinda Byerly made that really bothers me is like as soon as you start equating a vote with morality, the question then to me becomes: Why are we having a vote? If a vote is like a very clear choice between morally right and morally wrong, why would we have a vote at all? Right. right. I don't understand how you can frame it that way and then think, oh yeah, but we still need elections. No, we don't. No, we don't. If there's clearly morally right and clearly morally wrong, it's already decided and there is no purpose for an election. And that's why they say, vote my way or you're morally inferior. Right. Well, right. then what's the point? Which you is should number be, one. You should be dictator one. then. They all need to read how to win friends and influence people if they think that's how to get people to vote for them. <laughs> anyway, the second thing that I had, and I'll just try to make this quick, I'd like to see one of you debate a feminist and then if you see that the, the debate is not going uh, the way that you would want it to go as far as them being, you know, rational, they are feminist after all, uh, threaten to call the police on them for daring to argue with a man in a patriarchy. <laughs> That's an interesting line. Um, what is it, the point? Uh, gosh, I've said it time and time again. I, I really wish we could get opposing voices on the show. It's just we got real difficult. close last week, but then that slimy little maggot weaseled his way out of it and then blamed us. <sighs> yeah, more on that to come on Sunday. Um, I have high hopes that I have high hopes that as the show continues to progress and grow a little bit, that there might be part of the problem is people who are considered like legitimate or credible quote unquote they look at a production like ours and they think like well that's just some basement duct tape operation and the and they're right it is uh -uh. but but um but as as the project grows it gains some legitimacy and with a uh, larger audience and you know, and more legitimacy you can attract uh better guests and that's there true. are that's true. there are people who are willing to have good faith disagreement good faith debate it's on us to find them. And another reason why we need a producer slave, because there's only so many hours in the day and looking for people to have good faith disagreement with is... Uh, We're just going to kidnap Nake Jared and tie him up in Matt's basement. <laughs> They're doing, I don't know if you work for us now. I don't have my mug. I did flash that in the video <laughs> today. I did today, but um, The Daily Show is really good. The Daily Show yeah, put together. Yeah, I've caught really it good. and it's good. Um, difference, they've got like 12 people doing it though. I mean, they've got... Ah, I'm so jealous of the production capability because it looks so awesome. But um, but they're doing a great job, and I I'm actually going to watch tonight's episode. I'm sure as soon as I log off here, I'll go check that out. You know they're well armed and ready for the race war. <laughs> Whoa, what? What? You mean uh, Team Crowder or what? Yes, Team Team Crowder. That dude's got an Uzi. Well, he's not ready for the race war. Ray still well. makes Matt very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I will say this. There are clearly people who want a, uh, let me put it this way. I think there are people within Black Lives Matter who clearly want a race war. Yes. I will say that. Well, there are certainly I, white people that want a race war too. Yes. The, uh, yes. But to, for the, for the left to pretend that like, oh, everyone hears about inclusion. No, they're just as racially tribal, if not more so. Yeah. So. I'm with you. I'm with you. 
I just hey, that's think... why I like capitalism. The only color they care about is green. <laughs> well, that yeah, I mean, I, that that's absolutely true. I just don't think Crowder's racially tribal. <laughs> oh no, I was just trying to say the thing that I could make you the most uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Time. Yeah, always a surprise on this show. Well, hey, I'm a first time listener, long time caller. I appreciate you, appreciate you having me here. First time caller, long time listener. You mean? Oh no, I, this is my first time listening. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Watch, okay. No. All right. You got me all twisted to close he's the show. Well done. You. <laughs> well played. Yeah. He's, this is probably Jonathan Cohen. That's probably who this guy is. Absolutely not. No. I don't know. Troll. Yeah. I don't I, know who I'm, you are, but I'm well done. Troll. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for it. calling in. Good gosh, man. Now my brain's all confused, but I think that was his Grandma intent. My brains. I don't know. I'm getting out of here while I still have some to, uh, well, I still have some brain salvageable. So thank you for a great call-in show. As always, we do these every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. You can watch them live on YouTube like you might be right now. Or if you want to listen to them after, on demand, they're on, on the audio platforms of the show. iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, and that's about it. Thank you to Gravity Well for organizing the um, organizing the, the Discord server and helping us out with that. We'll be back on Sunday talking about this golden shower stuff. We'll probably break down what happened with Jonathan Cohen, the guy who wanted to debate us. We'll figure it all out then. Hope to see you then. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye.